is up, guys? Welcome back to Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast. I am your host, Victor. I feel like I need to say this every time. No, I have not died. Uh, first, I want to sincerely apologize. My life for the past, especially this summer, has just been extremely busy and really complicated. And there's just been a lot of stuff going on that has just honestly kind of pulled me away from being able to podcast as regularly as I would really like to. Um, and so I'm just going to take you on a timeline of my summer and I, I just, I, I, hopefully y'all can empathize with me a little bit and I have an awesome little podcast set up for you guys today. So I hope you guys will really enjoy it and uh, just know that hopefully we'll be back on schedule, but my summer's not over and there's still a lot of stuff to do. And so there may be a few more weeks that we have to miss, but once fall hits, once we get mid kind of August, early September, it is game on season four and, uh, and I'll be pumped. So, all right, so this summer started off with me originally not thinking that I'd be able to take any classes and then last minute being thrown into two seminary classes. Now, of course, it was my choice, but for me to, to graduate on the degree track that I'm trying to graduate on, it was really essential that I took these two seminary classes. And if you guys have ever taken seminary classes versus college classes, college classes are kind of a joke compared to seminary classes, and I decided to take the two most difficult seminary classes. So I decided to take church history one and church history two patristics and then like reformation slash modern church history. And they've been amazing classes. I've genuinely loved and enjoyed them. I've learned so much and it's been a, a just a blast. But for me to really be on track with, with this class, I'm doing like 800 pages of reading a week just, just to keep up. And so that in itself has just been so much. And I also serve as the student director at the Summit Church, which has been keeping me very busy because the summer is just for student ministry. It's crazy. The rest of the church is kind of like, you know, sipping, you know, their water at the beach, hanging out They're, They get to go bowling on the weekends and get to do all these cool things. I mean, I'm out here. I have to do camps. I'm speaking, you know, I'm setting up events. I'm doing parent meetings. Like there's a lot of stuff that the student ministry has to, has to do and be part of over the summer. And so that's been stretching me really thin. I was for the past, uh, technically for the past two Saturdays, but the past week I was in Guatemala serving and leading a team of high schoolers to Guatemala. And, uh, this week I'm actually going to be in Florida cause I'll be support raising and I have the opportunity to preach at a church down there. And then the week after that, I will be in Tennessee leading a student camp and it'll be a fantastic time. I'm super excited. And then after that, I have two 15 page papers due. And then after that, I have two exams due. And then after that, I have to move out of my current dorm and into my new apartment that is located across, uh, across the city. It's about an hour away. So just a, not not complaining. Uh, I have chosen this and I've loved it. Like I've really loved the busyness of it. Um, it's it's caused me to really see what it's like to just be going full like full throttle, one hundred percent, in everything that I do. And I, I've really loved it. And so I'm not complaining. I just want you guys not to be upset when I miss a week, guys. I want to really thank you for the way that you guys support the podcast, even when we're not posting episodes. We're still getting people downloading the podcast like every week and it's fantastic and people are commenting and interacting and emailing me. So thank you so much. I'm going to take a sip of water. I'm not used to talking like this for this long. 
I guess I'll struggle when I go to preach this uh, upcoming weekend. So yeah, so I have one day in between Guatemala and Florida. And so I am taking this day to spend with you guys. I just finished two exams and it is almost midnight and I am going to record this podcast and hopefully the other people on my floor don't get upset that I'm recording a podcast because for whatever reason, I talk really fast and really loud. I guess that's just something that's unique to me. Uh, and so I, you guys put up with me, so I appreciate it. But with all that being said, I just kind of want to spend the next 25 minutes talking about my experience in Guatemala and then kind of talking about what the Lord's been doing in my heart through this mission trip. You see, I've been on a lot of mission trips and I, I would assume that maybe a lot of my listeners and you guys have also been on mission trips. And if not out of the country, maybe you've served in some capacity, whether it be in your hometown or within America or within North America. I'm sure some of you are, are, are at least have experienced that, especially when you're in high school and you have the opportunity to go serve with your friends in high school. Gotta take a drink of my Fiji water. All right. And so I had the opportunity to do that. I went to Haiti for several years, um, but I've never had the opportunity to actually lead a mission trip. And and leading a mission trip is is vastly different than participating on a mission trip. And I loved every second of it. And the Lord has just done amazing things in my heart. And I think I think one thing he's really been showing me is that the gospel carries with it an urgency. The gospel carries with it an urgency. See, the gospel message is not something just to be kind of like hermited or to, I don't know what the right word would be for that, but it's not just something for us to take and lock away and put it in a box, never touch it. And if we're honest, a lot of the times, the way that we live and the way we conduct our life kind of is reminiscent of that, right? Like, like even people who are like, yeah, I just don't like people. You know, I just don't like going out of my way to talk to people. And and although that might be true about you, and, and yeah, maybe social interactions give you anxiety or, or whatever it may be. But man, when we when we intentionally avoid interacting with people, I mean we are intentionally putting away opportunities to share the gospel. And so I feel like a lot of the way that we live sometimes is, is reminiscent of this idea that that we put the gospel under our bed and never, never share it with anyone. And so, yeah, when I was on this mission trip, like God was just kind of curating me this, ur- the curating in me this urgency for the gospel. And I think it's because the Christians in, in this village that we served, the the pastors and the missionaries who were there, serving the people of this village, man, they under they understood the urgency that carried. That, that was carried with the gospel. Man, man, like you could tell from the moment people were converted, there was this little girl, not little, I mean, 16, like, like, a, like a teenager who had come to know Christ. And man, she was so excited. And, and like right when she came to know Christ, man, she understood. I have to go share this with everyone because naturally our like a, a good gospel response carries with it 
urgency. And so, and, and I just don't see a lot of that in America. And, and I know culture plays a lot into it. And I know, you know, the way that we're taught and the way churches are organized play a lot into it. But man, I want to encourage you guys, search your heart and see if you have that urgency for the gospel. And if I'm honest with myself, after going on this trip and seeing the way that these people interact with their community, the way the missionaries are intentional with their um, conversations, man, I realize that I, I don't carry with me the urgency that the gospel has. And, and I was sharing this with someone, and they said, well, isn't that the missionary's job? Like, like they get paid to do that. Man, I don't get paid to share the gospel. I work a regular nine-to-five job, and I never get paid for my efforts. And, man, what, what a wrong attitude to have. Like, and, and, and it's, it's just really uninformed because, no, the missionaries don't get paid for it. They support raise. Like, they, they depend on people to pay their salary, like family members and friends. But man, if, if we're Christians, then we're living life on mission. Whether you work at McDonald's across the street from your house, or whether you live in Guatemala in a village that has 200 people in it. You're called to mission in both contexts. And so, if you're that person and you work that 9 to 5 job, you work in an insurance company that's super boring like Mr. Incredible, or you, you know, you're a dentist or you're a doctor or you have like this kind of what's considered a higher level or higher paying job. Maybe you work at a fast food restaurant. Maybe, maybe you work at Starbucks like I did. Man, we are called to live on mission. There is this girl that I used to work with. Her name is Brittany and she is absolutely fantastic. And I don't know if she listens to the podcast. She might. I want to share a little bit about her story because when I moved up here to North Carolina, man, Brittany had a good understanding of the urgency that the gospel had with it. You see, Brittany had been working at the Starbucks and working with these people for about a year before I had moved up and even gotten plugged in to anything in Wake Forest. And she had been diligently praying that God would bring Christians to work in their store so that people would get saved. She was planting seeds. She was sharing the gospel. And and man, she just wasn't seeing fruit. But what she didn't see at the time were the seeds that she was planting. And then eventually, me and my friend, Tyler, he's been on the podcast many times, moved up to North Carolina, and we both decided to work at the star at that Starbucks. When there's Starbucks closer to where we live, we decided to work at that one. Not really knowing why. And then six months later, five people had come to know the Lord. Nothing that I did, nothing that Tyler did, nothing that Brittany did, although she labored. Man, it was all God. But Brittany understood the urgency. Uh, that the gospel carried with it. And so she was diligent in planting seeds and having conversations and intentionally praying for the people at her store. And although, although that urgency didn't translate into immediate salvation, God saved them. And it was because Brittany understood the urgency that the gospel carried with it. And man, I want to encourage you, like diligently and intentionally pray for the people that you work with. Now, for me, it's a little interesting because I work at a church and, you know, 
putting assumptions aside, everyone who works at the church should be a believer. So like, I'm not necessarily evangelizing at work, but a lot of the work that I'm doing at work translates into evangelism to students. And so that's a really cool opportunity that I get to have. And so if you're in ministry and you're like, well, like I work with other Christians, well, cool, then then understand that your collective work as a church should translate or should trickle down into your congregation as evangelism. Like you're still on mission, you just may not be evangelizing to your coworkers. But I don't think that's a lot of you out there. I think a lot of you might be uh, you know, working a fast food job or a service level job, maybe Maybe you guys listen to the podcast on your way to work and you work in a city or maybe you're a stay-at-home parent. Man, then then your job is to evangelize and to minister and to disciple and to intentionally pray for your children like you're still equally on mission. Man, maybe maybe you're a single dude, maybe you're a single, you know, woman and you are living in the city and you're going to school. Well, then man, you have been placed at that school intentionally. To, to, to plant seeds and to minister to the people there and to serve and care and love your classmates and your professors. Maybe you're a high school student and, and man, your teacher has just never felt the love of anyone in their life. And man, you are in their class and instead of joining with the class and making fun of and messing with the teacher, man, maybe you're called to love your high school teacher that you can't stand. Maybe you're called to love that bully who makes fun of you or who says things behind your back. Man, and so regardless of what stage you're at in life, you are called to be on mission and with that carries an urgency. But man, if that urgency isn't on the forefront of our mind, then I'll be honest with you, we will not be people living on mission. The gospel will just be something that we tuck under our bed and open up every night if we get into the Bible. It will hardly be something that we talk about with our friends. It will hardly be something that we dive into personally. I mean, it will just be sitting there collecting dust. Like, we need to have this urgency, and if we plan to live on mission, then we have to have that urgency. And so, I just want to leave that little tidbit of encouragement with you. Man, do you have that urgency to see people come to know Christ? Do you have the urgency to see the gospel shared among the nations? Man, are you struggling to obey in that area? Are you struggling to go on a short-term mission trip? Are you struggling to maybe go somewhere long-term? Are you struggling with loving and caring for your neighbor or your classmates or your teachers or your professors or your roommates? Like, where are you struggling to share the gospel? And maybe it's because the gospel truly hasn't hit you as a message that's urgent. You see, the early church fathers, the apostle, the apostolic fathers understood the apostolic, man, the apostolic fathers understood the urgency of the gospel. I mean, they understood it so well that they were willing to die for that gospel. And so where in your life should the gospel be taking a higher priority? The answer is everywhere. But where in your life are you neglecting to do that? Man, maybe, like I said, it's at your work. 
That tends to be the answer for a lot of people. And so this week, you know, as you listen to this short little podcast, I want you to ask yourself, where does the gospel need to be more urgent in my life? And then ask God to make that true. Man, if and if you can't realize it, or if you can't find it yourself, man, that doesn't mean you're doing everything right. That just means you're incapable of seeing it and God needs to unblind you. So ask God, hey, where am I struggling to put your gospel first? Where am I struggling to see you in the Great Commission? Where am I struggling to share you with the people that you've put around me? Because you are, I am, and if we can't find it, we need to ask God where that is because he'll reveal it to us 100% every time, all the time. Man, ask God to give you the boldness and the confidence to share the gospel. Man, let the gospel have urgency in your life because the person who shared the gospel with you Man, the person who had been praying for you to come to know Christ, whether it had been your parents, whether it had been your pastor, whether it had been, you know, some Christian guy that you met on the side of the road who decided to share Christ with you, man, they had an urgency to see you come to know Christ and God saved you because of it. And so, man, we need to have urgency because there's someone out there that God wants to use you to bring to know to to come to know Christ. And man, that's not going to happen unless there's an urgency on our heart. So guys, this week, search for that urgency. Find it, pursue it. And man, watch God do awesome things. I hope you guys have a fantastic week. I hope this little podcast was beneficial and helpful. I'm sorry it couldn't have been longer. It is just super late at night and I am just beat. It's been such a long long week. And I have gotten more mosquito bites back in the States than I did in Guatemala. So I don't know what's going on there, but I'm going to go treat these wounds. I have a hurt foot. It's a whole thing. I'm doing great though, guys. Seriously, I'm doing fantastic. I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I can't wait to see you next week. I should, there should be a podcast next week. And then the week after that, I will be in Tennessee but there may be a podcast then too. But we will we will see. We will find out. It'll be a week-by-week week thing. And then when we hit that August-September time period, season four, get ready. I'll drop a trailer soon. Guys, I say this every week. You are beautiful, and you are one of a kind. Until next time, take care, and God bless.